Hey everyone, welcome back to this week's Fat Chat. I'm Lori Boxer, Weight Nomad Diet Center. I meet with you know several uh, prospective new clients each week, and um, invariably I get a lot of um, what I call the "you mean I can't" uh, questions based on all the you know the quick fix gimmicks or the uh, just you know plain didn't work programs that they did before. Uh, they came to uh, meet with me for the first time, such as, uh, you mean I can't have unlimited vegetables? Or you mean um, on this program, I must have carbs every day? Or you mean I can't have a weekly cheat meal? You know, and I can go on with all those, you know, I can't, but what, you know, but we don't have that much time. Um, you know, it's this last point about the cheat, the cheat day um, that I want to talk about today. Uh, and which I constantly, constantly, constantly remind my clients about to reinforce this whole subject. First of all, having just one cheat day a week is like trying to have just one potato chip a week. Okay, one chip turns into, into two really fast. And let's consider what a cheat day means. Okay, shall we? First of all, a cheat meal is when after making all kinds of excuses and uh, rationalizing a bunch of, you know, BS as to why you should, uh, you allow yourself something that you would normally abstain from. You know, all the things that got you fat in the first place. With perhaps one exception, okay, like the guy who narrowly escapes death could say, I cheated death. The word cheat can just never be used in a positive way in a sentence. It just can't. Cheating on your spouse isn't good. Cheating on your business partner isn't good. Cheating on your taxes, that ain't really good. Cheating a customer by padding your bill for them isn't good. Cheating on an exam in school isn't good. Cheating a long line at a movie isn't good. Everybody in front of you is going to end up killing you if they see it. You get the picture. And when it comes to weight loss, the word cheat is especially not good because for most people, most of the time, a cheat sets them up for a bad spell or worse, a point of no return. In my offices, uh, I, we understand this. I address this at the very first meeting with every single prospective client. And then again, as I said earlier, once a person becomes a client, I really do talk about this all the time, because I know that without exception, people who have weight to lose aren't going to go from overweight or obese to a healthy slim in a straight line. I don't care if you have 10 pounds to lose or 110 pounds to lose. You don't go from zero to 10 or from zero to 100 in, in a perfect straight line. Just not going to happen. I also know, again, based on experience, that when I meet with overweight, obese people for the first time. Most of them, if not all of whom have tried countless times to lose weight, they're, they're anxious about another word, and that word is never. They're anxious that they'll never be able to have a drink, that they'll never be able to have a slice of pizza or a piece of cheesecake, et cetera, and so forth. Not true. Would it be wonderful if someone had the strength, the fortitude, the stamina, the willpower, the stick-to-itiveness to get to a healthy goal weight without interruption in a perfectly straight line? Of course, but it's, it's, just, it's not reality. It's just not reality. In weight loss, and I, and I know this from personal experience, there will be mistakes along the way, sometimes by accident, sometimes on purpose. 
But there's a huge difference between a cheat and a planned indulgence. I encourage the latter for clients to consider. And here's why. Okay, I want to just give you two scenarios. Now, I'm going to use the word Jane, all right? You can substitute the, the name Jane for yourself, all right? Scenario number one. Client Jane is doing very well on her diet. She's making very good food choices. She's planning ahead for all of her meals and snacks. She's feeling really good about herself. She's feeling confident. She's in control. She hasn't eaten anything, you know, off plan for a long time. And she's happily losing weight very steadily and consistently. Then while she's at a party or some a business conference, some other event, you know, surrounded by a smorgasbord of all-you-can-eat crap and an open bar and, you know, and with the rationale, she's saying, you know, I've been good, <clears throat> excuse me, I've been good, I deserve it, I'll get back on track tomorrow, she starts to pick. And the key word here is start. The stop doesn't happen for a while. And she's licking her chops, it sure tastes good, for a little while anyway. Those few minute spurts of chewing and or drinking alcoholic beverages, let's say, are followed by the long ride home. The taste has worn off for Jane. She feels lousy about what she did, having given into, you know, temptation. She's beating herself over the head as to why she did it. Her clothes feel tighter because she's puffy and bloated. And of course, the tomorrow, you know, how in tomorrow, you know, I'll, I'll get back on track tomorrow. But of course, the tomorrow doesn't come. So she wakes up the next morning feeling lousy, both physically and mentally. She doesn't remember how good it, whatever that was, tasted the night before or how nice the alcoholic buzz felt the night before. She only knows how bad she still feels right then. And she feels guilty, and she's in a funk, and she sure as hell is not getting back on track that morning. Scenario number two, client Jane is doing well on her diet. She's making great choices. She's planning ahead for meals and snacks. She's feeling great about herself. She's confident. She's in control. She hasn't eaten anything off plan for a long time, and she's happily losing weight consistently, steadily. Now, this client Jane picks a date on her calendar. Perhaps she knows in advance, you know, a special event, an anniversary dinner, a wedding, a planned night out with the girls. There's a fixed date on her calendar. She marks it with a red star as her night to have a planned indulgence of something. A couple of drinks, a slice of cheesecake, you know, perhaps with, um, you know, two forks to share with her spouse or a friend or a slice of pizza. She's already doing well, but, but now that she knows that that date is in the near distance, she's going to be even more mindful in her planning and her eating leading up to that date. And in, in doing that, perhaps she'll even lose another few pounds along the way before that date comes. That night comes, and instead of the old Jane who would starve an entire day or eat sparingly, leading up to that special event because she was afraid of, you know, what she would find at that event. This Jane planned the whole day leading up to it and is in perfect control. 
knowing, you know, what she what she would have at this event because she went online, she saw the menu options at the restaurant or at the catering hall or whatever it is. She she made sure she knew what the options were going to be that night. She worked backwards from that in her planning for the day. From the moment she wakes in the morning, she eats well every few hours, drinks her water all day. Her metabolism is fed all day. Her blood sugar is stable all day. Her body is hydrated all day. She follows through with her plan for the evening, enjoys every minute of it, okay? Regardless whether it was pizza, whether it was alcohol, whether it, whatever it was, knowing that she worked her way towards it, that she earned it, and she doesn't have a care in the world now. Now, this client, Jane, gets in the car at the end of the evening and on the ride home is totally, blissfully happy. She's had a great time, a great conversations, and she's thinking about how in control she was from the moment she put that night's planned indulgence on her calendar a few weeks back. This Jane gets up in the morning, she's feeling great, she's feeling proud of herself, she has zero guilt about the previous you know, night's indulgence, she remembers clearly how great it tasted, and this Jane is right back on track. She's in the zone. This Jane is putting another star on the calendar for, say, Saturday night, three weeks out, or maybe she's even holding off a little longer because she knows her. she's going on vacation for two weeks in five weeks from now. And, you know, it's coming up soon where she knows that she's going to want to indulge a couple of times during that, that time on vacation. Now, as you can see, Jane, too, is in a much healthier space mentally and physically. That's the difference. Taste buds are sensory organs that are found on your tongue and allow you, allow us, you know, to experience tastes that are sweet, salty, sour, and or bitter. While you're chewing, the food releases chemicals that immediately travel up into your nose. These chemicals trigger the olfactory receptors inside the nose. They work together with your taste buds to create the true flavor, you know, of that yummy slice of pizza or the creamy slice of cheesecake, uh, you know, at the Cheesecake Factory by telling your brain all about it. But if you have weight to lose, remember that Whatever it is that you're eating or drinking is on your tongue only for a few minutes or a few seconds in some cases. So think about that. So for a few minutes or a few seconds of chewing and giving your, you know, your buds a taste, you have either, in scenario one, set yourself back emotionally and physically, not only because you felt so badly, but also because you probably had to spend another week or two or more digging yourself out of a two pound or more weight gain just to get back to where you were before the cheat. Or if you're Jane in scenario two, this is how you always do it. Planning ahead to treat yourself and you either had no weight gain, or because you knew that the date was coming and lost another few pounds leading up to it, you don't care at all what the scale said the following morning. You don't care if you put on one pound or two. You're happy, and you're right back on track. So whether you're in the weight loss mode or you're in the weight, weight maintenance mode, there is a tremendous difference between cheating and planning to indulge folks. That's, that's the lesson here. Cheating is something you should never do. Indulging is something you should certainly feel good about planning to do. 
in any, you know, in either case, weight loss or weight maintenance mode or indulging, if you don't have a plan for the train every day, you are absolutely bound to go off the tracks. And that, my friends, is my fat chat for today. If you'd like to keep up with all the good stuff I provide to clients, please visit my website at laurieboxer.com. Take a look around. My fat chat podcasts and blog posts are issued weekly. You can sign up to receive them via email. Also, you could connect with me through the uh, social network icons that you will see at the site. Until next week, I'm Laurie Boxer, Weight No More Diet Center. Nothing tastes as good as being slim feels. Mm-hmm.